0: Besties, welcome back to another episode of It's Not the End of the World. It's me, Rebecca. Recently, I've been getting a lot of different, like, Emma Chamberlain recommended products that she's talked about in her podcasts and just, like, in videos on YouTube and stuff like that. One of them was a salt and vinegar pistachios. I got them from Whole Foods. Funny story, actually. Recently had an RA event that went really well, but... So we had kind of like an unlimited budget in a sense because it was the last program for the building for the year. So whatever money we didn't spend, we could spend on this program. So we ended up spending $500. Well, you know, it was, close to, it was closer to 450 but if we're rounding up, $500 at Whole Foods. Um, and so while we were there, we found these salt and vinegar pistachios, which she had been talking about. I'm pretty sure she talked about it in her podcast. Um... But I googled it to make sure I wasn't going crazy and yeah I saw a bunch of TikToks where it's like thank you Emma for recommending this product. So I was like okay great I'm gonna buy these and try them. And I also got the I think she she recently talked about these but they're like the spa wristbands. They're like they're kind of like scrunchies almost and when you wash your face it absorbs all the water so it doesn't like trickle down your arms and get onto the clothes that you're wearing which before I got these wristbands I had just been like taking my clothes off whenever I wash my face because I just wash my face before I go to bed so I would just like in between changing into my pajamas I would just wash my face and do all that stuff but now I don't need to do that because these wristbands are amazing like I was in genuine shock last night I tried them out for the first time a pack of four is like three dollars on Amazon and the colors are so cute And it works. It's amazing. I was mind blown. I mean, probably the actual product and like technically is not that mind blowing, but I don't know. I was just like, whoa. And then I can also confirm salt and vinegar pistachios are addictively good. They are amazing. I don't know. One would have never thought that that combination on a pistachio would be as good as it is, but it's addictively good. Um, I can't remember how much the bag was at Whole Foods. I want to say it was like 9 or $10. So, that's like about a typical cost for pistachios, unfortunately. I feel like pistachios aren't my favorite nut, but they're the most expensive, so I don't eat them that often. But I would definitely recommend this if you want to try something new, you want to try different type of nuts. <laughs> um, anyways, this past week in Columbus has been Fit Week. So, it goes from April 17th until April 23rd, and I'm recording this on, oh no, no, it goes until the 22nd, and I'm recording this on the 20th, and you might be wondering, what is Fit Week? So, basically, Fit Week, you know, I didn't even know about it until my mom sent me the link for the email for this event, but it's basically a bunch of different workout classes or, like, studios and, like, different fitness-related companies in the central Ohio area kind of collaborate together. So there's a fit pass that you can buy. It's $12. And then different studios have like different deals with this fit pass. So some offer like free classes every day of the week. Some offer like one free class or some offer like discount on their membership. Um, Some places are food related, like really randomly. BB Bop is giving you $2 off your purchase for the week if you show them the fit pass. I haven't used it yet, so I don't know if it actually works. But I've been going to all these different workout classes. And there even was, uh, like, a fitness expo, actually, on Monday. And it's funny, because Shiva and I, so we got the pass together, and we've kind of been going to one class every day for this week so far, just trying out, like, different studios. And we were debating whether we should actually go to this expo, because we had no idea what it would include. They didn't send any information until... I think it was the day of, or maybe, like, the night before, but they said that there would be a cold plunge, and I was like, this stuff is usually expensive to do, and they're just having a cold plunge there for people to use for free, and they said that there was going to be, like, food vendors and things like that, so we were just like, oh, will it even be food that we can eat? Like, we were super tired that morning because we went to Burn Boot Camp in Worthington, in the mornings we were like we're not even going to be doing like the workout classes that they're offering at the expo so like what's the point in going but then we were like okay whatever we'll go and if it's bad it's bad and we'll just leave so we went to this expo and we were there I think we're pretty much there as soon as it started it ran 6 to 8 p.m and we got there around 6 so we walked in and it was basically just like a bunch of different booths from all the different like workout studios that were part of the fit pass so we were just like talking to people signing up for raffles blah 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 and then we got to this like hair tinsel place which I'm forgetting the name of now but I'll link it down in the description but this lady was so nice and she was giving she was just like doing free tinsel in people's hair during the event just like a couple strands and she's explaining to us like how she did it and she'd been doing it since 2016 and then she did, like, silver strands in Shiva's hair and my hair. And it's still in my hair now. It looks really good. I really liked it. And I might go back and get more done after my grad pictures and stuff. Because I don't know how much of that I would want in my grad pictures. But it was really fun. It didn't hurt at all. And it looks really cool. So that was fun. We got free tinsel. And then what was one of the food vendors? Freaking BB was there. So then we got free BB And there was this place called Lux and Lemons that had like, samples of stuff, and one of the things was this, like, cookies and cream, like, creamy oats, like, overnight oats type of deal. Oh my god, I don't know what they put in that, but it was amazing, and obviously, Be Be Bop was good, too. There's a bunch of cool freebies, like, we got, like, we got tote bags from Be Be Bop, which is kind of funny, but we got, like, baseball caps and like different things like that and like a bunch of different places were giving away like free one-day passes or like here's a pass you can come and take a class type of thing or like stickers and stuff like that so one place was even giving away towels um but yeah so we walked through the whole thing it was really fun and then we ate our bb bop the only weird thing is like in the space that they had there was um a dj in the corner and then there was like boots surrounding this little, like, square area. In the center of the square is, I think, kind of where they envisioned that people could do, like, the workout demos. But the DJ was still playing his DJ music, and all the tables were there, and people could no longer, like, visit these tables or the booths. So Shiva and I were just kind of awkwardly sitting there watching these people do their workout demos. And then, like, in between the workout demos, we had to, like, stake our way in and try to talk to all the other, like, booths and tables. And then finally, we went to the cold plunge table and um so I was she, the, the girl was talking to us and I was like oh my god yeah like I want to do the cold plunge like I have a swimsuit in my bag like I'm ready to go so I signed my name and I was a third person <laughs> like in the entire event that signed up to do the cold plunge so make of that what you will and this day it was already cold outside it was like like I'm pretty sure. I wore a winter jacket that day, like, that's how cold it was, I think it was in, like, the 40s outside, um, so, and then, you know, I changed everything out there, and I had to, like, wipe myself down with, like, a like a, <laughs> like a a baby wipe, I don't know, I changed into my swimsuit, that I actually just got off a of clearance at Airy. would definitely recommend checking it out, and then I hopped in the cold plunge, and it was really funny, because, so there was this guy kind of, like, coaching me through it, he was like, okay, you gotta, like, breathe in, breathe out, like, you're, as soon as you get in, you're gonna start, like, hyperventilating, or, on, like, all this crazy stuff, and I was like, oh my god, and he was like, it's okay, I'll coach you through it, like, I'll be right here, I was like, okay, cool. First off, couldn't even get in the fucking tub, like, as soon as I put my foot in, I just started slipping, and I couldn't, like, support my body to get into the tub, so it took me, like, a solid five seconds to actually, like, fully get in there, but once I was in, like, it was cold, but it was not as cold as I thought it was gonna be. It was... Oh Dang it. I can't remember the specific temperature. I think it was somewhere from like 38 to 45 degrees something like that. I could totally be making that up But it was like around there was how cold the water was so like it was not that bad At least I I didn't think so first getting in I was like I don't know why I thought it was gonna be like negative something like like straight up like an ice bath kind of deal So I was like, oh, this is not that bad Um, and then they were like playing music for me and I was like, okay, thanks and he was trying to tell me, like, breathe in, breathe out, but I was just, like, like, Shiva was there, obviously, she was, like, recording the whole thing, so we were just, like, joking around, and he was, like, you gotta breathe in and breathe out, like, don't forget to do that, I was, like, oh, um, but, yeah, I was in there for three minutes, which is three minutes longer than I thought I would last, I thought it'd be a quick little, like, ooh, and then, like, I would get out, but he was, like, all right, you're a minute in, you've only got two minutes left, and I was, like, oh, I can't just get, like, I mean, I'm sure I could have got out at any point I wanted to. I didn't realize that, though. I really don't know why. Looking back, I have no idea why I didn't just get out, like, when I wanted to. Even when the three minutes were up, he was like, okay, you're on bonus time now. Like, you can stay in as long as you like. And I was like, I'm good. But I just stayed seated because I thought that there was, like, a specific way for you to, like, get out of the tub because there was a specific way to get into the tub. So I was like, oh, like, you know, he's going to tell me how to get out now. And he was like, okay, well... I was like, okay, and then she was like, why are you still sitting down? Like, get up. I was like, oh, okay, and then I got up, and I got out, and then it took me, like, five minutes to change because I was wet, and then I had worn leggings there, and I didn't bring any other kind of, like, bottoms to change into after. So, I mean, obviously I had a towel, and they had towels too, so, like, I dried off, but it was still really hard to put my leggings on after my, my entire body was submerged in cold water, and then I was, like, profusely sweating inside the expo, Because we stayed there for a little bit, and then we left. But I was like profusely sweating, I think, as my body was trying to maintain homeostasis or whatever. So, But yeah, so the expo was really fun, and all of that was free with the Fit Pass, um, which was 12 bucks, as I said. But why am I talking about all this? So my experiences over the last week have kind of got me thinking about the differences between personal training and group fitness. So if you listen to my imposter syndrome episode in the past, you might know that I'm a personal trainer. So I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. I got certified in December of 2021 and then I started working at the Ohio State University just like on the gyms on in the gyms on campus around January of 2022. So yeah, it's been a little, I mean, it's been more than a year. It's been like a year and a half that I've been doing it and I've I love it like it's one of my favorite jobs and like one of my favorite kind of experiences that I've gotten in college so far I did cross country and track in high school so I've kind of always been into fitness and although that was more like running based once the pandemic happened I got more into like home workouts like using resistance bands and using like lower weight and stuff and so that kind of sparked my interest in using equipment and using heavier dumbbells and all these things that you could really only have in a gym. I mean, unless you have a lot of money and you can make a home gym, but we we didn't, we didn't do that. So I was like, all right. And at Ohio State, obviously you have access to like the gyms and all this amazing equipment. So literally the only reason that I did personal training at the beginning was to learn how to use the equipment because I had no idea how to use anything other than dumbbells and a treadmill. Like that was it going into the class so um we had like these small groups that we would meet once a week I think it was yeah I'm pretty sure it was once a week and we would go over like okay like this is the right form for using like a squat rack or like this is the right form for doing a bench press and every time I just had to pretend like I was pretending to be a client that didn't know what they were doing and like was doing it wrong when in reality I just I'd never done it like I guess quote unquote right before, or like I'd just never done it at all. So it was just like, oh yeah, like I was pretending to be like a client who didn't know what they were doing. Like every time I would say that, it was so bad. But you know, I'm here now, it's been a year and a half. I obviously have a lot of experience with all the different equipment at all the gyms and I know how to use stuff now and I know what I'm doing. Um, So don't worry if, if you wanna hire me to be your personal trainer, now I know what I'm doing. But going into it, I had no idea, and I just had a, like, a big curiosity about all that stuff. Um, and I wanted to learn more, just because really my only experience with fitness had been running um, and the occasional walking. But obviously now, that dynamic has changed a lot. I do way more strength training, and I would say I do more walking than running, just because I'm like walking around campus all the time and stuff like that. I run now maybe like once or twice a week. This week, I didn't r- run at all, though, because of the fit week thing. I've just been, like, insanely sore every day after all these classes, so I just couldn't get to it. So, let's quickly define personal training. So, according to dictionary.com, personal a personal trainer is somebody who works one-on-one with a client to plan or implement an exercise or a fitness regimen. And then, kind of like the definition of group fitness or a group fitness instructor is... Somebody who leads fitness training and programs for different class groups like yoga, Zumba, bar, Pilates, that kind of thing. And that's from Zipia.com. And I will say it took me a while to kind of find solid definitions of these things that were in line with kind of how I in my head defined them. I think that goes to say that there's a lot of flexibility when it comes to to these two things in the fitness industry and how people want to define it. And that's something that was new to me because I have kind of always seen these two things as separate, how it's set up at OSU. We have personal trainers, and then we have group fitness instructors because the certifications for these two things on a national level are different. So you can either get nationally certified in personal training, or group fitness, and I mean, obviously, of course, if you wanted to do both, you could do both. You would just have to get both certifications, and I know of one trainer at O S U who has both certifications. So, just because there's those t- that like distinct difference at O S U in terms of like having the different certifications, and then like the training is different as well. I just have always viewed them as different. I think that a big thing like in the definitions is that personal training is very individualized. It's on an individual level. You're working one on one or sometimes in a small group setting, five to six people at most. Um, Whereas in the group level, like you can have classes as big as like 20, 30 people. Um, And so obviously you're not gonna be able to go and talk and coach every single person through like a movement. I think a big thing too with personal training, at least at OSU, how we kind of do it, a lot of people who seek out services, like personal training services specifically, wanna learn how to use equipment. They wanna learn how to do strength training Um, Versus when you're going to like a group fitness class, you're just kind of going there to, you know, do yoga or do bar or do Zumba. And those aren't things that you would necessarily do with a personal trainer. At least, you know, that's kind of what I had thought in the past. I would say that my experience with Fit Week Columbus has kind of really changed how I view personal training and group fitness, which is like not something that I thought at all would come out of this program. Um, but it has. So I think a big thing that I've noticed is the similarities between the th- between the two. I think both personal training and group fitness, their ultimate goal is to teach people how to work out safely and effectively. And I think you know obviously there these are two kind of different ways to get there, but they have that same goal in mind. A big thing too, that I've kind of been experiencing through all the different classes I've been to is that these instructors cue people through a workout, like how I would cue my clients through like a certain exercise or workout routine. So it's very similar in that sense. Maybe just like the structure of the workout is different. Where I would be giving people like thirty seconds to a minute of rest. Maybe in a group fitness class there's no rest at all. Which, you know, it happened a lot, sadly, when I did all my different classes. I actually did a a core power yoga workout this morning. It was called Yoga Sculpt. And I had no idea that it was like a heated yoga room. So as soon as I walked into the studio, I was like just like hit with a wave of heat. And I was like, oh god, this is not going to go well. Um, If I had to guess, I think the room was probably anywhere from like 85 to 90 degrees. I can't say for sure though, because... You know, I, as much as I love the sun and I love being outside, I don't have a high heat tolerance. So, I like, I liked it when I got in there for a bit, and then I was just like, yeah, no, this is too much. So I actually took my shirt off, and I highly regretted not bringing my water bottle in there, but it is what it is. I survived it. It was a really good workout, but, like, we didn't have any breaks during that for the most part. Like, since it was yoga, like, we would do, like, the... V- Vin- vinyasas the like the flow and that was like our break and then we would move into the next thing but obviously like i'm not going to be doing a vinyasa with my clients on the weight floor like in between sets right um so but yeah and then also i went to burn boot camp like i talked about earlier in worthington again really awesome people the studio was great but we didn't really have any breaks in that either and i think a big thing there is like some of these classes are only 45 minutes so they have to like really make sure that you're getting an effective workout in so they kind of scrunch everything in they reduce your rest and stuff like that compared to like if i had a typical hour-long session with a client we have more of that built-in time for breaks for warm-up for cool-down like some of them don't include these things um i would say most included a warm-up but some of them didn't include a lot of time for cool downs at the end or it was like, you know, cool down on your own type of thing, um, which isn't necessarily always the case with personal training. Just kind of depends on how long a session is with your client. I always try to prioritize those things because they're important. And I know that people, you know, they might say, oh, yeah, like I'll stretch some more when I get home. But they're not going to stretch when they get home and then they're going to be super sore and pain, like in pain the next couple days um and then at that point it's too late you know what i mean the most you can do is stretch and foam roll after and hope that it helps with the lactic acid buildup but you're already in the pain you're already sore but oh my god i don't know i don't know where i was going with that just kind of completely deviated there anywho i think another similarity is like the instructor in a group fitness setting is there to provide modifications for all the people that are there to make working out as accessible as possible to like everybody who can do it and I was actually really reminded of this today in my core power yoga class because she kept providing modifications she was like if you can't do a plank on your feet you can do it on your knees if you don't want to do jabs you can just hold plank you can do it on your wrists. you can do it on your forearms you know wherever you're at make it accessible for you And that is a big thing in personal training as well. Obviously, you have to meet the people where... You have to meet your client where they're at. You can't just all of a sudden be like, okay, well, today we're going to be squatting, like, 300 pounds, and they've never even, like, heard of a Smith machine before. You know what I mean? I don't even think you could put that much weight on a Smith machine. So... Or uh, maybe you could. I don't actually know. I I don't know if I've seen anybody do that. I have not done that. Anywho, but... Yeah, so... Providing modifications is yet another way that... Personal training and group fitness is very similar, and even though like I had a lot of personal experience with group fitness, I hadn't really thought about that until this morning. I was like, "Oh my god, I need to add that to my notes app when I'm done with this class." So and I did, and now we're talking about it. I think the last thing is that both group fitness instructors and personal trainers, you know, whether in their um, courses that they take before they take their certification exam or just in their like day to day work experience, they really specialize in how to motivate people. I think that's a huge part of the fitness industry in terms of helping people get into fitness is learning how to motivate people to put in hard work um, that they know that they can, but, you know, maybe they're struggling a little bit and they need a little bit of a push. I think as a personal trainer, that's a big thing. That was in our course. I took the ACE course and it like took the ACE exam and all that stuff. So we had an entire chapter about motivation and like extrinsic motivation versus intrinsic motivation and how you can motivate your clients and tips and tricks and the importance of like knowing these things in the fitness industry when you're working with people, especially one-on-one. Um, and so, yeah, I think that is yet another way that my perspective has changed about how similar personal training and group fitness can be. I think a big thing is, like I talked about, my experiences this week have kind of showed me how similar these two things are and in some cases these had actually been combined. So like I said the first place that we went to on Monday was Burn Boot Camp in Worthington and actually before my class started I had like a 15 minute like personal meeting with a trainer. So it's was like oh, okay cool. Like I didn't really know what it was but I was like I'll show up it's free. So I showed up and then I talked to this trainer and, you know, the first thing I told her was, like, oh, yeah, like, because she asked me, like, what do you want to get out of this? And I was, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a personal trainer, so, um, you know, just want to maybe get some inspiration for some movements that I can start putting into workouts with my clients, you know, just new things to um, help them continue to grow in their fitness journeys and reach their health and fitness goals. And she was, like, oh, that's awesome, like, you're a trainer, you're going to find this um, – class super easy then like you'll know how to do stuff and she was telling me how she's a personal trainer um and these burn boot camp classes can have like up to like 25 or more people technically there's no like I guess capacity for the class like they just take over comes as long as, as long as there's like physical space um and the place is huge so there would be a lot of space for people to work out um and so yeah sometimes she's working it's just her with a large group of people And I was very um, confused by that. In my head, obviously, I didn't ask her. I was like, oh, like, you know, how do you kind of make sure that everybody is doing the move correctly and not injuring themselves and, you know, stuff like that. Like, that stuff stresses me out all the time because when you work one-on-one with a client, you can see that very easily. And sometimes, actually, you can't. Sometimes, unless you ask your client, like, is this causing you pain or, you know, making sure that they feel okay – Sometimes, just looking from the outside in, you can't tell that they're doing something wrong. You know, whether the certain muscle group is obscured by their clothing, so you can't tell what what muscles are being activated. Or maybe they're doing a squat, but they're doing it on their toes, but it looks like their heels are on the ground, so you can't tell that, you know, they're doing the squat on, like, bearing their weight on their toes when they should be sitting back in their heels, kind of thing. Um, And so that stuff has happened to me, too, before. And so, like, that really (laughs) stresses me out. So I was just kind of, like, shocked, like, oh, my God, so you train up to, like, 25 people just all by yourself? Um, But, again, like I said, I kept this all in my head, and I went through the class. And first off, this class was anything but easy. Jesus Christ. Even when I run, like, you know, when you run, you're expecting, okay, like, this is going to be hard. I'm going to be out of breath. um, At least when you first kind of start off for me. And, but you kind of get into rhythm eventually, like you you can talk to people, you can just chill and relax when you're, I guess, you know, that's the beauty of running. You can kind of be in your own world when you're running. You don't really have to be checked in too much. Of course you want to make sure that your form is right and you want to kind of be aware of your surroundings to an extent, but um, you don't have to stress as much about some things. And this class that we went to was like an athletic conditioning class. No idea what that meant going in. It was 45 minutes of straight cardio, and there was no breaks at all, and my heart rate was like 190 for like 30 minutes straight, and we had like a two-minute cool down. I was like, oh, no, Um, but yeah, it was not their fault. I think that's just kind of how it works, and then everybody kind of cools down on their own time after, Um, but it was just like, it was a lot. For first class, I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what's happening here? Very different than what I I don't even know what I had expected, honestly going in, but it was just like it was very different than what I thought it was gonna be. Um, but my point in all of that is what I went through this class, even though I was dying the whole time, I saw that you know, she would go up to a different person each time and be like, okay, yeah, like here's how you can fix your form. And so like eventually throughout the entire class, she had talked to everybody, maybe just not about the same move. Um, so it was kind of like st- set up in stations. So we were all in different stations in our little groups. Um, and so she came and talked to me, I think, like once. For the most part, even though I was dying, I knew what was happening. Um, and like I felt like for the most part I was doing it with good form. But then again, I, who knows? Like half the time I was just delirious. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. But. Yeah, I mean, I still had a good experience. I would definitely recommend Burn Boot Camp. Like, the people were amazing, and the trainer was really nice, too. Just maybe don't go to athletic conditioning as your first class. I think that's the only thing I would say because it was a lot, a lot for a first class. Even everybody there, like, all the participants were like, oh, my God, this was your first class. Like, it's usually not this bad. Like, can't believe you stuck through the whole thing. And Shiva and I were just like, "Eh," like, yeah. So... And then I like scarfed down, literally inhaled half a bagel with peanut butter in my car after the class. But anyways, so yeah, so then I saw how group fitness and personal training can be integrated. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. And then I went to an F45 class yesterday, actually, with Shiva. And F45 is like functional training. So it's not necessarily like Um, you know, super high intensity, like cardio and stuff like what we did on Monday. Um, So we had a better feeling about this. And it was a great class. Again, everybody at the studio was really nice. And the trainers were awesome. And this workout was um, set up in a way that there was rest and stuff like that. So I appreciated that after the experience that I had on Monday. But again, so this was a group of maybe 10 15 people maybe it was less than that I don't really know I can't remember now I think it was like 10 people and there was two trainers so they were able to come up to us throughout the workout and it was like set up as stations again so when we were at different stations they could come up to us and be like okay like you're doing this wrong or you know stuff like that actually funny story um I was like purposefully arching my back when I was doing like a um, chest press motion on the bench, and the trainer came up to me, and she was like, I know you're kind of short, but, like, you want to make sure that your back is flat against the bench when you do this motion. I was like, oh, okay. So then I, like, got up and tried to, like, reposition myself, but, like, I'm so fucking short that any bench I use, even at the pack, I always arch my back. That's just kind of how I've always done stuff, and I at least feel for me when I arch my back, it really helps me, um, isolate the muscles that I want to use in my chest, to do the motion of pressing the dumbbells up um and I get too scared to put my feet on the bench although I think I'm gonna to start doing that because obviously you're not you don't need to arch your back for all the movements and you shouldn't arch your back for all the movements so I need to start putting my feet up on the bench so that my back is flat um rather than arched so but anyways so that happened and I was like oh <laughs> um so that was a little awkward but it's fine but you know Point, point of me saying all of this is so I got that one-on-one like personal coaching throughout this kind of group fitness setting and honestly like at least in my opinion in the classes the couple classes that I experienced where it was like really like personal training and group fitness combined it works I think it worked really well and you know I got a good workout I felt like okay I have a connection with these trainers you know they kind of help coach me through the specific movement at this point in the class so I think maybe it would be easier to kind of build rapport and build connections with clients faster as a personal trainer kind of in that one-on-one setting just because like obviously you just have that one person to kind of be in charge of and make sure that they're doing stuff right and you have time while they're working out and in their rest to talk to them and kind of build that connection with them versus when you're in that group fitness setting you have to divide your time up amongst a bunch of different people. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that I think that is just one of in my opinion, the benefits of, like, personal training in a one-on-one setting. I think you can still get an amazing, you can still build an amazing connection and get, um, you know, that same rewarding feeling from helping people in the group fitness setting as a personal trainer. I think that you just have to figure out how to, like, make the time in these sessions to, like, effectively build that connection with people, which I think could be an interesting... um, challenge for me in the future as a personal trainer. So in conclusion, I think both personal training and group fitness play such an important role in the fitness industry. So it doesn't matter, you know, what I think or what other people think about the differences between the two. The point is that both of them are helping people find the workout modality, whether it be strength training, whether it be swimming, yoga, running, bar, Pilates, whatever works for them. I think that's the most important is for people to find that and kind of find that love and passion for exercise so that they can live the longest, happiest, healthiest life that they can. I think ultimately that's kind of like my goal in life is to help people find that because I feel like I found that for myself um, through kind of like, you know, running in cross country and then the pandemic kind of forcing me to do more home workouts and things like that. Um, And so I want that for other people. So, yeah that's all I have to say about that. I hope that that made sense to an extent, um, and that it's something that people care about. I don't know, it's something that I care about, Um, and like I said, it's kind of relevant to what I've been through this last week. My body is so sore in so many places I didn't know could be sore from all the different classes I've taken, but I've loved all of it. I actually recorded um, like little clips and things from my week, and I rated all the different studios that I worked out at. Um, so I will be putting that video up probably sometime this week, hopefully, we'll see. It is finals week, so I do all set to study for my finals and things. If you're taking finals this week or next week, good luck. A uh, little SMART goals update. So like I said last time, I have been meditating. My April SMART goal has been to meditate at least three times a week. I have been doing that pretty consistently, and it's been really nice. Like I said, I use the app Fit on, just on my computer, and sometimes I do YouTube videos, and sometimes I do some yoga or like some foam rolling in addition to that, and it's been really nice to kind of set up that routine. Um, so it's hard to believe that May is coming up, but yeah, she's right around the corner. My next episode will be out on May first, and in light of that, I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure what I want my May Smart Goal to be just yet, so you'll find out when I find out, which will be May 1st, Um, but I think so far everything has kind of been, like, wellness and self-care related. I want to kind of continue that. I think that's something that I haven't really prioritized in the past, and so having these little Smart Goals um you know while they don't seem like super huge things has been really helpful for me and hopefully inspires other people to do little things for themselves as well um but yeah that's that's all I have so thank you so much for listening if you made it to this point of the episode I appreciate you and your time so so much oh my gosh and I almost forgot I have not been saying this at the end of episodes like for a long time now but make sure to read this podcast five stars if you enjoyed this episode let me know what you thought you can actually comment through spotify itself i don't know about other platforms but i know on spotify you can let me know what you thought and i can see that on my end which is really fun to read and of course make sure to follow the podcast on spotify turn on post notifications new episodes out every monday and okay that's all i have to say now for real okay bye love you